listening to Dice and Slice, a Pathfinder 2nd Edition podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to Dice and Slice Discussion Series Episode 5. Uh, I'm Brandon, and today I have with me Chad. Hello. And another newcomer, Beth. Hello. Welcome, Beth. Beth is going to be a key person in our upcoming uh, live plays or discussion series, pretty much everything Dice and Slice. Beth, do you have anything you want to tell about your history with games or so forth? Now's your time. I started gaming when I was 15 and thought it was super uncool and have loved it ever since. <laughs> so I keep gaming. That's the best way to get into it. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's... I think now it's cool to be uncool. So now you're cool. So now you can't do it anymore. That sounds about right. <laughs> Dang it. Well, welcome, Beth. Thanks for coming and being a part of this. We appreciate you having me here. So today we have some pretty exciting news uh, regarding Paizo, uh, but first we're going to talk about some of the Paizo updates that came from their Paizo Friday number 26. I believe it came out right before the new year. I think it was right before Christmas because I think Jason Bowman still had his uh, little Santa Claus hat on or he something. Did. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. He had a cute little Santa Claus hat. <laughs> it had elf ears. Should have oh, had goblin yeah, ears. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, they should, yeah, they did. And I totally agreed with that. I was thinking that too. They should have had goblin ears. That would have been really cool. <laughs> Could have just painted a little bit of hue of green, maybe some few specks of brown on there. There you go. Nice goblin. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and a little bite, like chunk out of one of the ears. <laughs> That's what Droop does. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, they, uh, they released a whole bunch of little random tidbits, but we're going to focus on some of the top five things that they... That they gave. So first off, here we go. So Beth, what type of um, summary can you give? Because I know you listened to it and took good notes. Oh, I don't know about good notes, but Jason Bullman gave his top five things to look forward to. Um, I will say right before that, he did mention to really look out for PaizoCon, so that's going to be great. But his uh, his fifth thing on his top five uh, list was chapter one. So when you're looking at the Pathfinder book, uh, chapter one was supposed to be kind of a summary, uh, a let's get started type of thing, and they felt it wasn't as accessible. So one of the things Jason said that I'm really excited about is that he wrote a piece of fiction for the first chapter. I, I really like that because, truthfully, I kind of skimmed mm-hmm. most of chapter one. Mm-hmm. I, so I said, oh, you're I'm... saying there's now a story with it, and I'm actually going to read chapter one now? You might be interested in that chapter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's true. So, in a lot of books, chapter one, like, I can't even tell you guys how many times I've read, well, what is gaming? <laughs> and it always yes. says that in the first chapter. And I'm like, okay, look, I'm here. I already know what this is. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited for um, kind of a different approach. Uh, so chapter one, they rewrote it. Currently, it contains, it's called Overview and contains three things. The basic concept, 
character creation, and ability scores. So I think they're going to keep some of the basic concepts. That's kind of the feeling that I got. The one thing he specifically said, besides the fiction, was uh, that for character creation, they polished it up and are going to have examples. So that, honestly... So examples really with the character creation. So not just... Step one, we're going to do this, but step one, let's meet Tom the fighter, and here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Okay, I like that. So kind of getting into what you were saying about the polish and stuff, I liked that he talked about the classes getting revamped. He said that, at first he said 25%, but then he changed it to 10 to 20% of the existing class features were going to be replaced with better things. Um, My thought is... Most people must be only picking a few of them, so they're kind of buffing some other ones and making some other ones more fun. So a lot, lot of new feats to be excited about, which I like. I'm all about the feats. Um, and then he added the class flavor. So he said every class is kind of getting something that makes it flavorful. So like the wizards get a thesis feature, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, what type of wizard or what did you study type of thing. And then the rogues get a racket and it was, what type of rogue? Are you, uh, did you have a racket of stealing things? Maybe that's more dex-based versus a racket of more bullying and thug life. Maybe that's more strength-based. Slavery and yeah. that sort of thing. Exactly. So it gives a kind of an in-world reason why you glean more dex versus strength. Stuff like that. So I'm really anxious to see what the other ones could have with Ranger and Monk and all that stuff. I really liked the example he gave for the wizard. So the name of the thesis, you get to name it yourself, was um, this big, long, flowery thing. I read that. <laughs> I can't remember what it is now. Well, it was something about familiars, talking about how you improve their attitude through treats and stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, it my was, God. That was adorable. It was really <laughs> cute. But mostly I really like the idea of being able to kind of add that flavor. So for the uh, rogue's racket, what I was thinking is like bait and switch. So those names of different thievery uh, rackets, Mm -hmm. uh, you can use that as sort of a template of how you build your character. So I thought that could be cool. I'm all for more flavor and more unique things that make your character kind of pop out and stuff. So I, I'm i all for it. I think that's awesome. Another thing they got into was uh, GM resources. Yeah, so uh, they actually simplified the table for you know the difficulties, uh, the DCs. So now instead of having you know trivial, low, high, severe, extreme have kind of just the middle road and you can kind of judge by level of your characters of how difficult this is going to be. And then if you think it's going to be easier, go a little bit less, go a little higher. If you think it's going to be rough. And I like that. And it makes sense because you can think as a GM, I don't need to be told if I want it to be easier, go down two mm-hmm. or whatever. I can just think in my head, Oh, I'm going to go down a few and make it easier. And when you're trying to decide if a character role, if a player rolled the right amount, you don't want to have to sit there going through a huge table trying to figure out if they got the right, right. thing. Now, hold on one second. Let's see. Row A, column uh, uh, Yeah. So mm-hmm. it makes it a lot easier. It's like the meme of the woman looking at the math problem in the air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's calculating DC difficulties. Right. Aww. Three hours later. What? Okay. 
Yeah, so I think that's cool. Um, they also did away with a few conditions, combined a few, made it a little more simplified there. Uh, like there were a few. Added the new condition. <laughs> doom. Oh, doom! I'm excited for that one. Yeah. I'm gonna die so fast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I liked the idea of so with the conditions you have doomed one, doomed two, and it makes uh you die faster, right? They stated, you know, whether or not this stays the same, these aren't official and these aren't finalized. But when you get doomed five, you die. Like, you're dead. Just oh, die right you just right. die. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so if you have, like, 100 health, you get doomed five. You're dead. You're dead. Now, yeah, you're doomed. what is able to cast this horrible affliction? He mentioned things. Uh, was it undead? It was something, like, undead it's related. probably a lich. I mean, I it would be my first consideration. Well, they said the reasoning behind it was players wanted something that felt scary, mm-hmm. right? Like, I really don't want this condition. <laughs> Get it off of me right now. Well, really makes they... me wish I hadn't named a lich as my nemesis <laughs> or my paladin. <laughs> Tune into the conversion stream to see how that works out for him. <laughs> Not well. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I... I think they nailed that with the name Doomed. I'm pretty sure if I ever get Doomed, I We're doomed. I won't want it. No, no, not just Doomed. <laughs> doomed! Yeah. Uh, the next thing, Beth, I think you're going to be happy about this one. Resonance? Yes. So I actually had a playtest group, and in our first session, had a person not able to drink a potion due to they had no Resonance left. Now, during the playtest, they did remove that rule. Thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> that potions don't cause cost re- resonance. However, now they're saying it's just gone. It didn't work. We're not sure where we wanted to take it. Uh, they did some internal testing, he stated, which was kind of interesting to hear about, that pretty much said, we're done with this. Hmm, so right. it's gone. Now, the one sort of caveat that he did mention was that there's going to be an item, magic item level cap. Um, okay. He didn't say what that would be. Uh, Which, is that just resonance without the name? Resonance? <laughs> well, no. Well, it kind of depends because I think it's going to be a static number. Now, this is just a guess. Where before it was based off your charisma. Right. Hmm. Resonance really seemed to want to make charisma very important. Right. And it felt, to me personally, it just felt a little contrived and didn't express well in gameplay. So even if I have to have a magic item cap, as a GM, it'd be pretty easy to just say, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. But even if there is, that's way better than something something that's based off of your charisma. Yeah, I think you're right. It's almost like they were trying to make charisma not be a dump stat for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you could think, okay, well, I can't dump decks. And, oh, I can't dump charisma because that's my magic item limit. Mm-hmm. And so I liked that they did that. But they, they tried multiple methods. They did have that resonance test, which, mm-hmm. was, which was a special... A set of rules that they tried. I guess that didn't even work either. So they, I'm proud of them for doing it. They just said, you know what? Screw it. We're not doing resonance. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a noob question here. Yes, noob. Uh, so dump stats. 
Is that does that mean where you just want to dump all your points into, or is that the where? Opposite. Okay, so it's when you have extra points you don't know what to do with, and it's like it's basically um, I'm gonna. Well, yeah, it's basically I don't even care about getting any stats into that. I'm gonna get everything else as much as I can before I I worry about that. Okay, it's where you get a dwarf, and this happened in a game I was in. You get a dwarf that has a strength of twenty, mm-hmm. but a charisma of four. Perfect. So you actually Man, so draw like, points away from it. No personality dwarf. Just I hit things. Kind of. The person who played it played it off as they had no social awareness at all. Okay. And also was very ugly and didn't bathe. So that's <laughs> a thing. Oh, okay. okay. It's huh. That's up to interpretation right. of player and DM. But it I, was very interesting <laughs> at the time. I love that. That's great. Okay, uh, so after residence, they reworked. I'm really happy about this. Proficiencies. Yeah. So now, untrained, no longer a negative score, guys. It's just your level. No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> what? I messed up already? Are you sure? Are you saying I'm a noob? Yes. That can't be. Yes. <laughs> it's nothing. Wait, Nothing. not just zero. I thought I thought we said it was the level. No, no you don't get Shoot. your level. That's the way it was before. Was I'm was actually liking that. Yeah. Because I think you shouldn't get any kind of bonus to it at all. Yeah. I like that more. Now, the example they used was your wizard. Say you have the ultimate sword of ultimate destiny. Oh, I like and that one. all you have left is your wizard. Your fighter's dead. Your cleric's dead. Your wizard can't really wield it. There's nothing he's going to be able to do. He can do it at his plus zero right, and critical hit. Yeah. yeah, all up to the die. That's right. Nothing. So I really like that. I like how they they made the numbers more. Um, not to jump in on you here, but the legendary is level plus eight. Uh, so if we go up, untrained is now nothing. Trained is level plus two. Expert level plus four. Master level plus six and legendary level plus eight. So I think eight is a lot better than what, what was it now? I can't remember. Is it six? The current? I think it was. It's changed a few it. times, but yeah, it, it's gone up a little bit more. And as we talked about the legendary and the master and stuff, it gives you access to more skill feats and stuff. So that's the main draw of it. But having it at least go to eight makes it easier for you not to critically fail and screw up and stuff. So. I really like that part of it. Exciting. Yes. Speaking of exciting, I have some exciting news. And probably, Don't you do that. I'm going to do it. No, no. We're not, not having another quiz here. This isn't working. It's going to be quiz time. No. Oh, I'm out of no, here. No. Goodbye. Beth would destroy you. So I, I know. <laughs> I know she would. You know, I did think about it. I started making up questions. And I was like, okay, Beth would know that. Chad, maybe nope. knows that. Okay, this one, Beth would know that. So I was like, never mind. We're just going to skip that. <laughs> Uh, no, so this is going to be the reason probably some people are tuning in right now, so welcome, people. Yo! It's time to get your praise in. Uh, we have some news, and let's, let me start back at the beginning, okay? This is a rather new podcast. I don't know if you guys know that or not. Um, mm, I, I know. So. Yeah, it feels like we've been doing this for 28 years or so, but yeah, we, clearly. we're pretty new. We just started the end of November, beginning of December, and... We were already shocked when we got contacted by a uh, terrific sponsor, Forge Dice, who gave us some awesome products that we've been using in our live plays. 
Thank um, you, Forge Dice. I want to roll the dice right now. I should have had them. But I don't. Uh, so that blew myself away. I basically said, wow, I can't believe somebody would actually want us to do stuff for them. But then something else crazy happened. And no. Yeah, I know. So a month into this, we were contacted by Paizo. <laughs> I know. Good old Paizo. And as my wife likes to say, it wasn't a cease and desist letter. Which is great. Yes. Yeah. I would hope <laughs> that, not. That was my first concern. No. Um, I hadn't even contacted them. What did I do? Yeah. Right. They uh, they actually contacted us. They were extremely nice. Uh, we've had a lot of back and forth with them. Um, I'm actually extremely surprised by the amount of response and time that I'm getting from this contact at Paizo. And we have some exciting news that came from it. So some things I can tell you more of, some things I can't mention yet. But they are going to be hooking us up with some cool new products that they make, which will let us do some reviews as things come out. Uh, so we got all that signed up for. So we should be able to get the listeners um, information with new products as soon as they come. That's great. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. We're also going to use those new products in our live stream games as we can. They are going to be sending us some Paizo staff for interviews. Probably no Jason Bowman, but everybody at Paizo is awesome, and I'd be happy to interview a janitor at Paizo if that's really what... I mean, that'd be awesome, too. So so they're really being great about that. And they kind of gave us a roadmap of things happening, and there's some things I can't say yet, but I was allowed, and I triple-checked with Paizo, I can give everybody a cool little cryptic hint about something, and that is... And I'm a, I apologize in advance. It is going to be very cryptic. But there is something very exciting happening in March to be on the lookout for regarding Pathfinder 2nd Edition. So I can't say what it is yet, but something really cool is going to be happening in March. Uh, so stay tuned. Beware the Ides of March? Yes. I was yes. just going to go, March, 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 March. <laughs> You should just randomly just say March now. Just like, so how are you guys doing March? Okay. <laughs> so in addition to that, in May, at PaizoCon... No, 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 March, March, March. March, March, March. <laughs> in May, we were invited to come up and be a part of PaizoCon. Um, we'd love to meet anybody that goes there. For the people listening to us, it'd be awesome to do a couple meet and greets. So assuming we get things worked out, uh, we should be there. They're going to give us some interviews with some of the organized play team. There's going to be some cool things happening with the Starfinder, and there's going to be some neat things happening with some special adventures for the second edition. They're also going to give us access to some of the designers and developers. And we're going to meet and uh, greet with some of the other showrunners. So some of the other awesome podcasts out there for Starfinder and Pathfinder. We're going to meet with them. There's going to be a Q&A event that we are also going to be able to be a part of and potentially record. Um, there's going to be a sneak peek adventure, as I said, of Pathfinder 2. And they are seeking permission to get us to be able to record that for everybody. So that should be really fun to to play back and, and show yeah. everybody. So that's that's what's coming up at PaizoCon. A question kind of for our fans out there. If you're going to be at PaizoCon, you should post on our Facebook page. And if we get some interest, we might do a meetup or something. That would be awesome. 
I thought so. Beth will buy you a beer. Oh, I did not say that. <laughs> oh, not you saying wait, that. you didn't say that part? Oh, I did look, not say that. Look, we don't have 180 gold here in real life. Buddy. I will say <laughs> oh, I right. will drink a beer, though. <laughs> we'll drink a beer. Okay, you heard that here first. She will drink a beer. Thank you for that. They did also say that the latest adventure path for Pathfinder that's currently going on right now, Titan's Grasp, it's going to have some potentially interesting story elements, and then it is going to lead right into the second edition. So there should be some information uh, when that final comes out that we can talk about for second edition stuff. Uh, there is the Starfinder Beginner Box coming out in April, and although that technically doesn't have anything to do with Pathfinder, they did tell us that we can expect maybe some type of Pathfinder 2nd Edition beginner box as well in 2020. So, not this year, because it's, yeah, it's 2019 now. I keep mm-hmm. forgetting that. <laughs> uh, so, the next year, we should be on the lookout for a, another Pathfinder beginner box, which I really liked the first edition yes. beginner box. Had so much stuff in there it compared really to other beginner boxes that I've had. I bought the beginner box for one of my nieces. And her and I got to go through it together. It was really, really fun. I honestly think it's a really great gift to give mm-hmm. people that you're like, hey, come join the hobby with me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a great lure to get right? them reeled into it. So, yeah, I love it. That, that'll be interesting. Then, come May, at Gen Con, they invited us to come out there as well. They're going to give us some more interviews. Gen Con is in August. Shincon is in August. You are correct. I wrote May. My bad. That it's actually the August. first weekend of August. First yeah, August. actually. Uh, one through four. First through the fourth, I think. Something like that. Good man, because you took those off, so we could go, right? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so we're going to get some interviews. We're going to get, uh, they're going to have a, they're going to actually launch the new Pathfinder Society at Gen Con with second edition, and they're going to be doing a Really big event special in this uh, big ballroom event place or whatever. And uh, I think we're going to be a part of that somehow. At least we'll be there. We might be recording or summarizing the adventure and how things are going and what people are thinking about it. Uh, But that will be awesome. And uh, we'll also do another more informal meet and greets with other uh, game designers and other casters. And uh, maybe... This is still in the works, so I don't want to say for sure, but we might even be a brief guest appearance on Dan Tharp's uh, Paizo Friday show on his Twitch channel. Get your suit, Chad. No. <laughs> Look nice. No, I can't do that. I know, me either. Uh, we'll just send that up there. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> you would do great. Uh, so yeah, look for us. We may be on there as well. So thank you to Paizo for... First off, caring about us um, for being so new and everything. And we're just huge fans and we want to help out and and help the community and do as much stuff with you guys as we possibly can. What I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong, is the hype is real. The hype is real. The hype is real. March. 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 (laughs) May. May. No, March. Wait, March, May, and August. August. (gasps) So So a lot coming up. Basically every month. Just be, just be constantly excited. Okay, so now that we've talked about those unofficial, official, kind of official, not really official updates from Jason Bowman um, about the Pies of Friday, I really like the direction that seems to be happening with Pathfinder. He didn't also mention something else about 
that I'll say briefly, which was people were kind of concerned that magic items had too much in them. People were too reliant on them, and they are going to be looking at taking some of that power and turning it internal into the class. Mm. So I like that. That's cool. Because I think even on our live stream, when you guys got your items, you guys went from like almost dying all the time to cleaning up everything that I've given you so far. After no, that. I mean, I got that and I kept missing everything. Yeah, but you're Once a very I hit, special case. I blow very them up. Case. <laughs> you're very special. Uh, so let's talk about that. Uh, Thanks again to Paizo for reaching out and all that exciting news we had with them. Really cool with that. And I also wanted to give a brief update on our stream information. So Beth is going to be potentially joining in some type of format our conversion stream. So we welcome you aboard on that. You no longer have to sit on the sidelines. You'll be a valuable member there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Well, you will. Well, we'll see. Can't get any worse. There you go. <laughs> Can't get any worse. Uh, so we have some cool new content uh, we're going through that we're kind of leaving D&D land, maybe going Pathfinder land. We'll see. Pay attention to the upcoming conversion streams. You'll find out. And then, in the future, assuming that uh, the new Pathfinder 2E actually comes out with a new uh, adventure path to play, we may be jumping into that. Otherwise... We may be looking at going into Return of the Rune Lords or Tyrant's Grasp. And then, and I'm, I'm really excited about this part too, we've been getting lots of interest about Starfinder. And being big fans of Paizo and Pathfinder, it just seems almost like a match made in heaven to dive into the worlds of Starfinder as well. And I say worlds plural because, you know, space, right? So so I'm really excited about that. So I think what we're going to be doing is putting out an alternate stream. So you'll have the conversion stream that runs Pathfinder, and then we'll be having a new Starfinder stream. And I think pretty much the cast of that is kind of still in flux, so I'll I'll wait to talk. But it's going to be mostly the same people from the conversion stream. And uh, I think we are going to be running, and I've been debating this, and I've been talking with Paizo about this as well. And I'll go ahead and announce to you guys now, we are going to be running, drumroll please, thank you, against the Aeon Throne, which is the second adventure path that came out for Starfinder. Awesome. And it is going to lead into third one, Signal of Screams. Hmm. So, uh, that sounds terrifying. It's going to be very scary. I like it. Remember how I scared you in the haunted house? No. Now it's going to be ten times worse. Except that he doesn't remember. Well, it's because I scared his memory. There was no of... fear. <laughs> I mean, he was very great at you, scaring us. So, so scary. What is so ten scary. times zero? Isn't that still zero? I think I'm, I'm, so. I'm pretty I good at math, guys. A hundred, guys. I think you'll be a hundred percent scared. Do you mean ten times ten? I wasn't sure. at a ten. <laughs> I was maybe, maybe let's say a point five. That's fine. That's fine. We'll go with that. Well, so you're honestly, really that's a five then at time at times ten. <laughs> honestly, Dead Sons, uh, I was able to play the first module of that. It was so awesome. I'm really excited to see where those other two lead us. Well, and and they are unique. Pretty much every adventure path with Paizo has been six adventures kind of mm-hmm. put together. Against the Aeon Throne is actually three. So it's a cool. more condensed 
uh, focused story, so I'm anxious to see how that plays out. Uh, Signal of Screams does the same thing. Same thing. It's three, and then they're going to go back to their normal six. I think after that, after they kind of see how the feedback for three goes. But we are excited to do it. Do you know what levels they're going to be? Yes. Each module. The first one will go from the against the Anne Throne will take you guys from one to seven. Okay. And then seven and I think well seven to something with Signal of Screams. So, oh, so they do lead into yes, each other very very they do. well. Oh, yeah, they will provide. They're not made entirely to go together, but they are going to provide a little link of here's story reason why you could lead into that. So okay. I'm pumped. I think we're going to get some uh, cool things from Paizo to help the live play, so we can actually play that because um, we don't. I don't really have any good space minis, so uh, I am really excited about that, and I hope you guys are too. No. Back to Brandon being terrifying. I'm very uh, terrifying. Did you mean the house being terrifying, or did you mean Strahd? Because uh, Strahd was pretty scary. I'll, I'll admit to that. I will go with that, then. Okay. That was, yeah, Strahd was I'll really I'll give you a scary. seven. <laughs> seven? Okay, so seven times ten. I'm going to be you really 70. scary. Yeah. <laughs> He's got 70%. That's a C-. minus. I'm real, like... <laughs> She's like, what the heck are you guys talking about? I'm super excited about your math skills. Thank you. <laughs> we play Pathfinder, Wonder. so we actually learn a lot of crunch. That's you know? fair. Yeah. We like our crunch. All right. Well, is there anything else that you guys can think of that you want to say to our glorious fans before we wrap up for the day? Just that they're absolutely wonderful. Thank you guys for supporting us. Yes. Thank you very much. Um, really means a lot. Honestly, I'd like to hear from you guys. So... If you're interested in something or if you have questions, you should definitely post out on our Facebook page. I'm very interested in this possible meetup Beth talked about, uh, where apparently she's buying everybody nope. beers. Yes. No? no, no, not beers, not beers. Okay, she's saying not beers. No. <laughs> shots. No, <I'm> just... <laughs> oh, oh, shots, 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 shots. Shot, shot, shot. Okay, no, no to shots. No uh, and to shots. We'd also me. really love to see you guys at PaizoCon or GenCon. That'd be really awesome. Yep, Love I think I'm going to, we'll probably stand out. I think I'm going to get some shirts made for us. What? It'll say dice and slice, and we'll have, get this, we'll have a dice with swords, because you Do you slice. mean it's going to look like our logo? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's our oh, logo. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm going to use this thing as like a wet rag, just right there around my neck, oh. and wear a completely different shirt. <laughs> oh. Nice. Thanks, man. I'm kidding. It's going to look great. work my wife puts into it. <laughs> Thanks, honey. Uh, thank so, you really excited about that so alright well special thanks to Ben Sound as always for our royalty free music special thanks to Forge Dice for believing in us when literally nobody else did making dreams come true <laughs> exactly <laughs> and thank you to Paizo for not only making Pathfinder in the first place but actually contacting us working with us giving us ideas and cool suggestions and just everything about you. So thank you, Paizo. And most importantly, thank you to all the fans for taking the time to listen to Dyson Slice. So, thanks, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thank you.